Hey everybody, welcome to the Ohio Bigfoot Podcast. Much appreciated for you guys to be here. I've been doing a lot of work to the website lately, OhioBigfootProject.com. So get on there and check that out. I've been adding a lot of recordings to it, a lot of things. And it's definitely worth checking out. So, uh, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. And, you know, today is kind of a, a momentous day. It really is. Not only is it Sunday... Not only is it Mother's Day, not only am I 47 years old today, but being 47 makes a mile marker in my life. 40 years ago today, well not today, but this year, this fall, 40 years ago, I would have gotten my first fox squirrel with my dad on my first squirrel hunt. I would uh, get my first rabbit. But also, 40 years ago, I found and fell in love with the idea of Bigfoot. That's right. That's right, that's right. Forty years ago, I found out about Bigfoot, and my life has never been the same since. I have been on the search since. In 1994, I joined the United States Navy, and my first station was in Gulfport, Mississippi. And I would find myself on the weekends going out into the swamp in a 1992-93 Geo Metro and just listening for monsters. I had no real clue what I was doing. Then I was sent to uh, Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. And after Cuba, I was sent to Port Hueneme, California. And I would find myself on the weekends going out to the Ojai Mountain Range, O-J-H-I. And then it ended up being that I spent two full weeks in that mountain. I just, I really enjoyed being out there in the Ojais. And several months later... I would leave the Navy, come back home to Ohio, and I'd go around to Mohican and things like that. And then in uh, 02 or 03, I found the MSBRR, Multi-State Bigfoot Research Roundtable, and I would go... To those meetings, which led to me meeting BK and Bobby K and H2 or H3 and yeah, just the the Thackers and um, just some incredible, incredible people. Uh, Jeff Weinart, Michael Beckett, um, Rich LaMonica. 
just some awesome people. And then about the same time Knox Bigfoot was born, which quickly outgrew its name, so it went to centralohiobigfootresearch.org, which quickly outgrew its name. And today it's the OBRC, Ohio Bigfoot Research and Investigation Center. And now a sidestep from that is the Ohio Bigfoot Project. And a sidestep from that, here I am talking to you on the Ohio Bigfoot Podcast. Uh, from coming home from the Navy till now, I've been to New York, Vermont, um, gosh, Pennsylvania, Kentucky, Tennessee, West Virginia, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, Tennessee, Arkansas, Indiana, Illinois, Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas, Utah, uh, Nevada, um, yeah, Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, um, yeah, a lot of places, a lot of places that from 40 years ago, learning that word, Bigfoot, and Sasquatch, has led me down. Pretty interesting. Met some pretty amazing people on this journey. Jane Goodall, Craig Woolheater out of Texas, Eric Altman out of Pennsylvania, Bill Rigby out of Pennsylvania, um, all my Ohio peeps, um, yeah, Dr. Grover S. Krantz, uh, Bob Gimlin, uh, Dr. Jeff Meldrum, but Dr. Krantz was, uh, <laughs> it was pretty cool meeting him, it really was. Uh, he actually knocked me down a hill once, true story. He put me flat on my back and ended up flat on my face. And yeah, yeah, it was good times, good times. But all because of this word that, oh, you just can't stop looking for it. I don't know what it is because I've hunted deer. And I love deer hunting. I love bow hunting. I live for hunting. I have multiple bows. I have a shed full of equipment. But there's just something different about Bigfoot. I don't know what it is or how to put my finger on it. But I've met some really awesome people. And years ago, I heard something that uh, <laughs> I'll never forget. It, a guy told me, I had heard and it had been said to me, that if you ever want to um, 
see a room full of unbreedable people, then go to a Bigfoot conference. Now, this guy had never been to a conference, but he had the assumption that if you ever wanted to see a room full of unbreedable people, then a Bigfoot conference is where you would find them. Now, if this guy knew the people that I met from Bigfoot, I, I just never understood why he said it. Because, man, I have met some awesome people. And, and, yeah, you know, there's the woo out there, and there's some crazies, and there's the glory seekers, and there's the hoaxers and all that stuff. But I can easily put all that aside because of the awesome people that I've met. And all because of 40 years ago, I heard that word, you know, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, and it's taken me a lot of places. It's, um, it's invaded my, my brain space in the evenings. Uh, it's caused me to spend endless hours in the woods. My goodness. But most importantly, it's been a whole lot of fun. A whole lot of fun. And even if I'm wrong, let's say, even though I know I'm not, but let's say that I am absolutely incorrect and that it is absolutely impossible and no such creature as Bigfoot exists. I don't feel that I'm still wasting my time in the woods because I enjoy being outdoors and the people that I have met and hung out in the woods with and sat around campfires with has just been amazing. So even if I'm wrong, I wouldn't trade my idea of it regardless just because of the people I've met and the fun times that I've had searching. But I know I'm not wrong because of what I saw at Salt Fork State Park and the flash that I saw at Salt Fork State Park and the occurrence that my wife had growing up on the Ohio River very close to Shawnee and the experience that my wife had at Salt Fork State Park, and that godforsaken area of Mohican State Park that I hate to visit, and the time I've spent at Wayne National Forest, the time that I've spent <clears throat> at Zaleski, at Hawking Hills, and all the other places and all the other states. I know for a fact that Bigfoot exists. I know for a fact that it's out there. And I really enjoy searching for it. It's a fantastic hobby. It really is. Now, if you allow it to be, it can be an expensive hobby. But it doesn't have to be can be a time-consuming hobby, but it doesn't have to be. And there's other ways to add other activities 
to it. Like, for instance, at Salt Fork, usually I would sit there and fish while I listened to the woods. So I'd get a little bit of catfishing done, and I would do a little bit of Bigfooting at the same time. So that, uh, it's easy to mix with other activities in the outdoors, rather it be mountain biking, playing around on ATVs, or anything else. I mean, horseback riding, you name it. There's other activities that you can include with your Bigfooting very easily. But it's also taught me a lot of um, science, which in school, science... Now, wildlife management was my strong suit. That's what I went to school for, was wildlife management. But I never really got into the science of things until I, you know, the Bigfoot world and collecting, learning about uh, forensic evidence and how to collect evidence without contamination. Um, yeah, just things like that. It, it has been so cool. Becoming a better photographer, learning how to do a podcast, learning how to edit audio, uh, building a website, which this is now my third or fourth website that I've built, um, sharing of evidence, sharing of things, following a chain of command, keeping notes in a notebook, keeping a journal, uh, tracking evidence. Just, yeah, there's so much stuff that has been infused into my education because of Bigfoot, anthropology, archaeology, uh, just a bunch of stuff. So with that being said, I mean, it really can't be wrong because it's made me a higher educated individual. I'll put it that way. And I really dig the forensics now. I really get into it. Uh, especially audio evidence. But the physical evidence too. Um, you know, the footprints, the collecting hair samples, the following protocols and chain of commands to not contaminate anything and learning from these guys at labs and other scientists has just been super, super informative and really amazing. But looking back and seeing how Bigfoot has progressed in everyday life is what really trips my mind. And the way that forensic evidence is collected now compared to the mid-1990s, it's became leaps and bounds. And just the technology, I mean, when I first started, all you had was landline phones. And now you can carry a phone in your pocket and that phone has more computer technology put into it than, than what this NASA had when they put Neil Armstrong on the moon. 
I mean, just the the technology that's been birthed from it. And it used to be not so widely accepted. I mean, if you told anyone you believed in Bigfoot, you was a nutcase. You was a Fruit Loop. You, uh, your elevator didn't go all the way to the top floor. You was a couple chicken nuggets short of a Happy Meal. I mean, you got laughed at, scoffed at, ridiculed, uh, picked on. And now it's like, wow, hey, that's cool. I'd like to do that sometime. And it's just really weird to look back at the history of my history of Bigfoot in the past 40 years. I mean, I have a drone now, and uh, actually two drones now. And, uh, yeah, just just crazy how far things have come. And I can only wonder what it's going to be like in the next 40 years, where technology is going to take us next. Um, it'll be interesting to see for sure, and I'm going to do my best to stick around for as much of it as I can. But, yeah, it's just, it's been a great 40 years. It really, really has. It's been a fantastic 40 years that I would not trade for anything. Um, it's, it's just been great. Now, the next podcast will be an interview. I'm not going to say who yet. But I finally got everything lined up. <clears throat> so that'll be upcoming. Um, and I'm going to be doing podcasts not only with some uh, people that you probably all heard of, but also just your, um, I guess, everyday run-of-the-mill Bigfooter. Your newbies, your guys who, uh, you know, go out and search when they can, because I think those are the people that we need to hear about. I mean, no offense to Dr. Jeff Meldrum, he's a fantastic guy, but I've been to conferences where he spoke, I've heard him on podcasts, and it's just Dr. Jeff talking about it. It's the same person talking about the same thing. And like I said, the science has changed. So the topic has changed as far as what he talks about. And if he was speaking tomorrow, I would go see him. No problems. Okay. Um, I'm not talking bad about Dr. Jeff at all. I'm just trying to give an example but, you know, I, I've heard him talk about footprints, I've heard, which is super interesting. But I want to talk to the everyday guys that you don't so much hear from or hear about. And those are the guys that I'm interested in talking to on this podcast the most, is your everyday people talking about their everyday experiences with Bigfoot. And learning from them and learning about them and putting their voice out there in the world that should something happen, should something bad happen to them, that archive will always be out there for people to find. And, you know, 40, 50, 100 years 
from now, someone might stumble across this old Bigfoot podcast and be like, wow, these guys sounded super cool. And so those are the voices that I want on this podcast. That's what's important to me going into the future. So, yeah, there's going to be some big names on here, I'm sure. But there's also going to be a lot of unspoken, unknown names that you've never heard about before, but I really feel is worth listening to. With that being said, I have a birthday dinner at my mom's to get to. It's also Mother's Day. It's a gorgeous day out. It's been raining for like a week and a half here, and I can finally fire up the motorcycle and go down the road for a little bit. So I'm going to go for a ride out through uh, Mohican State Park, and uh, we'll holler at y'all later. So thanks for listening. Thank you for being a fan of the show. I promise it gets better. (laughs) It's not just me. It's coming starting next episode. Uh, Get into the woods, everybody. Enjoy this weather. And have a great weekend. Or a week. Depends on when you listen to this. If you listen to this during the week, have a great upcoming weekend. Unless you work that weekend, then have a great day off. And, you know, if you don't get a day off, well... Then quit your job and go get a different one where you do.